0: Hello and welcome to Part-Time Study, Lifelong Learner. My name is Ashraf and today we will look into evening, weekend or online classes. These are the formats that are available now in terms of part-time study. And let's explore to see which one can be uh, the best for your schedule. Let's look into evening and weekend study. Now, if we look into the institutions that were pioneering in the field of evening study, one uh, university renowned for it is Birkbeck, which is a constituent of the University of London. So if you look into the the, uh, crest of the university, it is symbolized by an owl, and two lamps on the logo. So it's mainly for evening classes. The, students, uh, the student body comprise of adult learners who are professionals in the daytime and they work towards a degree in the evening. So a, a rigorous undertaking, uh, as you could, could imagine. As for MBA degrees, um, some of the biggest business schools in the world do offer evening and weekend programs. So um, schools like the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern in the. US, uh, Booth school in, in University of Chicago as well as uh, Ross Business School at, at Michigan uh, offer these two formats. So the the, the mode is not too un- uncommon. Yeah? Now closer to home to where I am here in Malaysia, I believe University Malaya, Uh, the oldest university in the country as well as the international Islamic university do offer such options as well and I've had friends who undertake the weekend as well as the evening masters programs so considering Kuala Lumpur traffic which can be daunting um, it is quite a brave uh, undertaking on on their side so some of of them you, you know usually after work they would rush for for class um, and some of them do enjoy the, um, if you will, enriching chaos that comes with it, while some of the others just simply say, never again. Yeah? So, so do think long and hard before committing yourself to an evening or weekend program. The, ones, the There are some courses that meet on a monthly basis, so those are more fairly distributed. You only meet once a month. But there are some that make on a weekly basis. So a week can go by very fast as well. So do consider these two options and how it can impact your own schedule and commitments. Some programs do offer trial classes. So make full use of the trial classes so that you can sort of simu- simulate a session or simulate a day and how it would unfold as you go from work into into school. Like in in my case, I knew from the beginning that I couldn't survive um, neither the evening or the weekend format. So I went um, for a blended program. Um, So a blended program is you have a portion of residential on campus. You have online portion. And then you also have a portion both synchronous and asynchronous learning, which we will touch on shortly. the blended format gave me uh, more flexibility in trying to then adjust when I'm going to take my leave, when I'm going to spend time with the family, in view of the schedules of classes, as well as the examinations. Now, the next format that we're going to look at is on distance and online learning. Um, I've been fascinated with, uh, with the concept of distance education for the longest time. If you look into the history of it, um, it began with correspondence learning, uh, all the way back into the 18th century, where we had English teachers uh, teaching shorthand writing by mail. So you wait for some time, and the mails would come and go for you to then um, send back your transcription of shorthand to be to be assessed. So, so again, I I, I touched on the University of London earlier. So that is the first institution to offer a proper form of distance education Um, i know charles dickens called it the people's university Um, nelson mandela graduated with a law degree uh, from the program and during the world war uh, some students were also matriculated while serving in the forces so in the uk there's also the open university um, which began in 1971 They started with about 25,000 students at the beginning. Um, Textbook and assignments were mailed um, and for the science subjects, um, the lab kits were delivered, uh, which must have caused some headache to the postman. Um, and they had some channels on the BBC as well for them to transmit or, or broadcast their educational shows. In Malaysia, we had TV Pendidikan. We still have that that today uh, to also broadcast educational uh, a, a series. Yeah. So so those early days um, uh, uh, efforts towards uh, inclusive education, I, I I guess, was some of the uh, initiatives that have paved the way to how online learning is today. Um, you can look up into the documentaries on, on Open University it, it is such a fascinating watch. Um, so today we have massive online open course um, and they are now also um, collaborating with big universities Georgia Tech, University of Pennsylvania and so forth. Now. If we look into the concept of online learning, I said earlier there's synchronous and there's asynchronous learning. Simply put, synchronous is live, everybody comes together at a dedicated time that's been agreed in a virtual classroom, and the lecture would have interaction. Asynchronous is pre recorded videos of lectures where the students can view at his or her own time so most online programs today is a mix of both synchronous and asynchronous uh, learning so um, when when you have this flexibility of undertaking both even in the synchronous learning some of them are pre-recorded sorry are recorded so you can watch later but those who want to interact and get involved and socialize with the classmates with the lecturer they do have the opportunity to do that via the synchronous learning so if we look into the trending post covid 19 the shift has to, to online learning has been massive uh work has gone online school has gone online so programs at universities are also trying to migrate themselves to online delivery um so overall the opportunity, the challenges that come with the pandemic can also be viewed as an opportunity uh, for some people to learn. And the advent of broadband, broadband internet has also improved the connectivity uh, between faculty and students, as well as between the students and the other uh, students or or their or their classmates. So, in summary, when we look into evening, weekend online, in deciding, let's look into the logistics make use of the free trials that they have both on the weekends just to see how you can cope with the traffic for example um and also once you start that you can also adjust your schedule over time now with that i hope this could somehow provide some leads for you to navigate in terms of what works best for you it's very individual it's very personalized from one person to another the circumstances are very unique but i sincerely hope that you can find the best format for you good luck thank you for watching and we'll see in the next episode thank you